0: Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to Season 3 of She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Sulanda Sue Hammond. Sulanda Hammond, affectionately known as Sue Ham, shows us how to dream with no limits. Sue created and produced her TV show entitled The Sue Ham Show, which aired in several cities. She is an author, Marine veteran, and award winning playwright who's currently written and produced three stage plays. She is very influential in the social media world. She releases several strings of videos with the common thread being comedy, positivity, and motivation. Her videos caught the eye of producers from BET and The Steve Harvey Show, which led to national appearances. Sue appeared twice on The Steve Harvey Show in October 2016 and January 2017. Because of Sue's electric personality on stage, Queen Brooklyn of Bravo TV's Thicker Than Water features Sue as one of her hosts for her Health and Beauty Expo, which aired nationally on Bravo TV. In 2016, David T. Talbert cast Sue Ham in his number one comedy, Almost Christmas. Sue has been speaking to organizations, colleges, high schools, elementary, and primary schools for the last five years. Her messages are delivered with high energy, authenticity, comedy, and inspiration. She encourages everyone she meets to rock this life out, to live, love, learn, and laugh, to not quit, but to follow your dreams to success. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Sue Londa Sue Hammond. Okay, so Sue, I read your bio and I love your courage to dream without limits. I admire all of your previous and upcoming success on your plays and your public appearances. So kudos to you for that. Thank you so much, Nicole. You're welcome. Okay. So, Sue, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color.
1: We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Well, I got to tell you, this is totally an honor for me. So, I thank you for allowing me this uh, platform to share with you and your audience.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And you're welcome. Okay. So, now let's talk about leadership. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not.
1: Would you agree, Sue? Oh, absolutely. You know, you can be a bad leader or a great leader, but you're definitely a leader in my opinion.
0: Yes, I like that because that is my motto. You can be a bad one or a good one, depending on how you've been led or what you understand. So, yes, very great point. Okay, so can you tell us when you realized you were a leader, and what or who helped you to come to this realization?
1: Wow, that is a that is a very deep question, and I'm gonna try to answer it really quickly here, but that really requires some uh, serious, profound thinking. There. <laughs> yes. To be honest, I really think I've known I've been a leader ever since I was a child, but it really became, I guess, really cemented in my mind as I got older, because I was always first to volunteer for things. I was always first to try new things. And I noticed that people would trust me and they would come along for the ride. And so I was like, wow, I didn't realize that that was a leadership trait, that people believed in my judgment and my decision making until I joined the Marine Corps. And that's when I really started to learn about different leadership traits like trust, integrity, um, decisiveness, judgment, tact, taking initiative, justice, and all of those great things. And I realized that all along I'd had those traits in me growing up as a child, and my mom and dad helped to redefine it, and the Marine Corps actually took it to another level along with the experiences I had. So I'm trying to make it a short answer, but, you know, again— I've always been the one to jump out and do new things, try new things. I've always been open to change. And I've always looked and noticed that I wasn't alone. There was always someone willing to join me. So, and I guess it's because they they believed in my leadership.
0: Okay, thanks for that. And I do uh, like what you said, like uh, being the first to volunteer, the first to try things, being open to change and realizing that people trust you and follow you. So mm-hmm. even if you don't know you're a leader, like just having those characteristics, if you think of yourself, then you can realize that that is what makes a leader. So that's awesome. Yes, Thanks for that. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The Mm If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same.
1: Sue, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? Definitely integrity. Integrity, discipline, and commitment. Integrity because people have to honor and trust you. They don't always have to like you, which is a great thing. That's a great leadership trait is likability. But people will respect you if you're honest and if you're committed and disciplined and you follow through on the things that you say you're going to do. Uh, being ethical, doing what's right, having courage, doing what's right against, you know, even when it's not popular because as a leader, I'm telling you, you get bruised up because you're standing up for righteousness. You're standing up for the people who don't have a voice. And so for me, just being able to sleep at night, knowing that I did the right thing, knowing that I didn't back down because it wasn't the popular thing, knowing that I fought the good fight And that I'm not corrupted. Those those are codes that keep me going, that keep me honest as a leader. And I look for that in other people. I look for teamwork. I look for unity. I look for great communication and great relationship. And I look for people who, and I keep saying it, are honest, honest go-getters who care about the masses, the mission, and not just about the me, 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 me.
0: Yes, I love that. Thanks for that. And I do agree with you. People that are not corrupted, that is that to me, that's the heavy hitter right there. Mm -hmm. Not corrupted, integrity, (laughs) like you said, discipline, right? Doing what's right, even when it's not popular. That was really good, right? Or, you know, doing what's popular is usually the way to go or what the nice to want to do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, sticking to your morals, even when it's no longer popular, is real leadership and, you know, really standing for your core values. Absolutely. So thanks for that. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. Mm-hmm. I, myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. Mm-hmm. So can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? I might be an
1: expert on failure. <laughs> because the lord knows i had lots of them and i'm sure i'll still have a lot more to come as long as i get to live a lot more days my thing about failure I've always had an optimistic attitude. People look at me like, you're overly positive. Well, I feel like you have to be in this life because we have so many overly negative, pessimistic people in this world. And so my thing with failure is, I never really look at it as failure. I look at it as lessons. And I've heard someone say, you're really not failing. You're falling forward. You're failing forward. So I take those failures kind of like Thomas Edison did, you know, when he found out that there was 10,000 ways the light bulb wouldn't work. I take those failures and I look at it as, okay, that didn't work. That's one way scratched out the book. Now let's find out what will work. And for me, I've always told people in my videos and whatnot, failure means that you're, you're putting something into action. People who don't fail are typically people who aren't doing anything new, who aren't attempting to go to a new level. Because typically when you're doing something new or you're going to a new level, you're trying to reach a new plateau, you are going to fail. You're going to have those kinks. It's like when the Apple phone comes out. We're all excited to get the new Apple phone, but guess what? It has those kinks that they have to update, continue to update, 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 update to make the product better. So for me, failure it takes me to a new level because I'm learning something new that I couldn't have gained unless I had that experience. And failure also shows me that, hey, at least I leaped into action. And, you know, that goes back to leadership with being committed, not stopping, having the discipline to keep getting up, even though, you know, I fall on my face, learning what I need to learn in that moment, and then moving and progressing to be successful.
0: Yes. Thanks for that. And I like what you said as far as failure takes you to a new level, right? Because you get to learn whatever you need to learn and critique what you need to critique. Or even sometimes it's just to have the willpower to keep going. Mm -hmm. You talked about Thomas Edison. It's so funny. Just this last weekend, I heard a story about Dr. Seuss. Like, I think his books was turned down 27 times or something before. Yeah, he was about to go like burn his book up, you know, before he happened to run into somebody, you know, that saw him with his head down looking sad. You know, mm-hmm. and they're like, what are you doing? You know, and they end up talking about the book. And this is what launched his career, you wow. know. So, you know, just like just that, like when you have something that you believe in, keep going, even when people tell you no, you know, or when you fell and fall on your face, figure out what you need to fix and keep
1: moving again. So, You know, it's so funny. I'm thankful for my failures and I'm thankful for my no's. Now, at the time I wasn't, but I'm I'm in a place now where I understand it because those no's come because really for me, and I'm not going to project it onto anybody else, I really wasn't ready for a yes. Had I Mm. gotten a yes at that time, my life would have been upside down, screwed up. And so those no's were just helping me to learn, to grow, to fail, to learn, to grow and to get ready for the yes and the successes.
0: Mm, I like that. Yes. And I totally agree. Sometimes we don't get what we want because we're not ready for it. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So Sue, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader?
1: You know, I do stage plays and I feel like in the beginning, when I started out with stage plays, I really didn't have all of the knowledge and expertise needed to produce a really, really great show. And I felt like in the beginning, as a leader, I may have failed the actors with the proper teaching and training because they looked to me to be the person to be able to know what to do. And the truth of the matter was, is I was moving on the fly. I did that Steve Harvey number, I leaped, man, I jumped. And let me tell you, I came down and got bruised up. And there were a couple of times I fell flat on my face. And I feel like as a leader, I know you may not have all of the information or the knowledge you need to do things, but I feel that great leaders prepare, they plan. And one of the things that we learned in the Marine Corps was prior planning prevents piss poor performance. And I just feel like just starting out with my productions, I failed to plan, I failed to actually collaborate with people who had better knowledge, better experience. And as a result, it costed us a lot of wasted time and, you know, money that went down the drain.
0: Okay. Thanks for that. And I like that from the Marine Corps. So that's six Ps. Is that some kind of abbreviation? Would you say proper planning prevents piss poor performance?
1: Yes. 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 I like that. We're big on acronyms. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Yes, that is good. Yeah. And then with that planning again, yeah, you can lessen the fail. If if a fail is in the future, it won't be as bad or, you know, kind of have things going a little more structured. So yes, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sue, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem
1: and why? Well, I have to be honest with you. From my standpoint, I don't really focus on that. I don't even know. I don't give that any energy. I'm not in corporate America, but when I did work with the government as a civilian and when I did work with the government as a Marine, I never had a problem excelling. I never was faced with any conflict because my character and my work, you know, they spoke for me. So I was never denied any opportunities for advancement or promotions. And now in the entertainment realm, I don't think about that because I've been fortunate. I've been blessed to have so many doors open for me. And I would like to think, you know, that it goes back to what Oprah says, that excellence does not go unnoticed for long. You're gonna be rewarded. And I'm a firm believer that your thoughts create your reality. So if you focus on that, you believe in that, you give that energy, then that's exactly what's gonna happen. You're gonna prove yourself right, that you're gonna have conflict and difficulty. Now that's not to say that it does not exist because it does, it really, really does. But coming from me, from my experience, I've never had to deal with that. So as a woman doing what I'm doing, I just do what I do. And I'm fortunate that I come across people who embrace it, who welcome it and who help to catapult us to the next level.
0: OK, thanks for that. Yes. And I love that point of view. You know, I have really grown since I first came up with that question. Mm-hmm. And it is, I guess, maybe coming from corporate, you can see the different disparities in, you know, how things may not be as easy for women. But I like that as far as what you said, excellence does not go unrewarded for long. And then we have to control the way we think because we create our circumstances and our situations. So thank you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Mm -hmm. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must.
1: Sue, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? My thing is build a team <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Get out of that. I could do it by myself that Napoleon mentality and build a team. And I can tell you that because I'm speaking from experience. I used to think, oh, I got to get in there and do it myself and micromanage. But um, if you want to be more productive, you definitely want to build a team that will help you further your efforts. And then you can focus on creativity. Uh, another thing I like to say is start your day earlier. This is something that I have found to be so, so, so beneficial really in aiding my success is to get up an hour early or two hour early, two hours before everything, before, if you have a job, before going to work, if you're a stay-at-home parent, before tending to the household, get up one to two hours early and focus on your dream, your fitness, focus on your meditation, getting your mind right. And that's definitely going to help your productivity. So collaborate, build a team and wake up early. Okay.
0: Thanks for that. Yes, I do agree with those and I do need to adopt some of those myself. So, so thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So Sue, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and
1: tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? Well, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm blessed all the time with leadership, just with social media. I know social media sometimes can be a distraction, but that's only if we allow it to. I allow social media to help me further my business and to also pour into me mentally and uh, as, as well as through my business but social media, when I'm looking at motivational speakers, when I'm listening to podcasts, such as the one the one that I'm fortunate to be on right now, She Leads Podcasts, these are things that actually help to shape my leadership skills when I go to seminars, um, when I see people like, and his name escapes me right now, but the CEO of Amazon, when I see how he takes his company from the multi-million status to to the billionaire status, to the trillionaire status, these are things that help to shape my leadership because truly here's a person who has a vision and who's built a team and who is working to keep going to the next level when many people say that you cannot. So, I can't really say just one thing because it's so many different things. I can hear something on the radio. I can watch something on TV or on YouTube and every day I'm impacted. But I guess as of recent, it would be the owner of Amazon, how he's taken that company and just, they have like leaped like light years in the last 10 years. It's just unbelievable to me under his leadership. And I forget his name, but I'm sure the listeners know who he is.
0: Yes, but what I heard you say is just uh, some of your blessings come from, you know, what you're able to learn and to see other people doing and the different advice and insight that's shared uh, via social media and other outlets have blessed you to what hone your craft and continue to be a better person,
1: forward thinking and things like that.
0: Yes. Awesome. And just
1: experiences. I mean, listen... Uh, Life is a great teacher. It can be an expensive teacher, but it's a great teacher.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, Sue, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it
1: into your life? As a leader, I would say don't, don't focus on being authoritarian. And what I mean by that is take advice from your team. As a leader, if you're serving the public, connect with your public, build relationships, have open communication, ask them what they want, ask them how they feel a situation can be improved. Because what I have found is that some leaders alienate the people around them and they just want it done the way they want it done. And people are valuable resources. So who better than than to get the information from, than to get the knowledge from, than the people that we serve? Also, as a leader, I just want to say, don't beat yourself up. If you make a bad decision, you know, acknowledge it, apologize and keep it moving. We're all just human. You're not, you know, some super rock star. You're just a human trying to make a difference in the world. So for me, I just want to say, don't be afraid to follow your gut and go against the grain. Don't be afraid to be creative. Don't be afraid to include your team. Don't be afraid to open that communication with the public and include them as well. And never sell your soul. Never, never, never sell your soul.
0: Thank you. I love that. Those are definitely some great uh, advice for people to take. Thanks
1: for that, Sue. Nicole, if I could, just one other thing. Success leaves clues. And I've been saying this for years. So put on your detective hat and find the clues. Find somebody who's highly successful and, you know, someone who has the traits and the morals and the principles that you truly admire. And, you know, mimic that person, study that person. Michael Jackson said, I study the greats so that I can become greater. So success leaves clues, put your detective hat on and follow that person that you'd like to emulate.
0: Okay. Thanks for that. I love that. Success leaves clues. Thank you. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Yes, and they do tell us to, you know, find a person and, you know, like, yeah, as your mentor, role model, Mm -hmm. or some people can be your mentor and they they don't even know that they're your mentor, right?
1: Yeah, I got a lot of virtual mentors. (laughs) They have no idea. But thank you, right? Thank you to them. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I read all their books. I listen to their podcasts. I watch them on YouTube. I I love them. I go to their seminars, but they have no idea. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is awesome.
0: Okay, so you made it to the finish line. How do you Woo-hoo!
1: feel? Woo-hoo! I can't believe we're done. Right? That's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or ventures that they
1: would benefit from knowing about? Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. I would love for everyone. Let's connect, man. Let's bridge the gap of communication. So let's connect. And I can't think of any better way to do it than social media right now. Thank God for that platform. So you guys can connect with me, social media, Facebook, Suham. Just simply type in S-U-E-H-A and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, all of that great stuff at Sue Ham Baby. YouTube Sue Ham. So basically, go to sueham.com and you'll find me. I think you guys see the common denominator, Sue Ham. I tried to make it as simple as possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So Sue Ham, thank you. We appreciate your insight
1: today. Yes, thank you, Nicole. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome.
0: Really enjoyed this interview with Sue and I hope you did as well. I agree with Sue's views on your thoughts determining what you see. We have the power to control our lives based on our thoughts and actions. Yet many times we do and think things in contrast to what we desire. Now is the time to take ownership over ourselves and our situations by ensuring that our thoughts are in alignment with our forward progress. It's essential that we focus on and think about what we want and not the contrary. A quote by Peace Pilgrim reads, if you realize how powerful your thoughts are, you would never think a negative thought. I admire Sue's acceptance of the no's she received in her life. It is so easy to get caught up in the would have, should have, could have circle. Yet, it's an endless pit. As Sue mentioned, when we receive no's, it's usually because we are not ready for the yes. Instead of focusing on the no's we receive, we should prepare ourselves for the yeses that are coming our way. No's can actually be a blessing in disguise, and they do not have to be a permanent answer. No could be more like not now, giving us the time and space we need to prepare to operate in the excellence we are capable of. A quote by Louise L. Hay reads, I don't fix problems, I fix my thinking, then problems fix themselves. I can relate to Sue's view on the necessity of planning and love the six Ps of planning acronym she shared with us. I believe wholeheartedly that if we fail to plan, we plan to fail and so does Sue and the United States Army. Without a roadmap to follow, getting to the destination can take longer and be a much harder experience. Let's make life easy on ourselves and plan accordingly so we can reach the success we desire seamlessly and in the least amount of time necessary. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week Sue suggested that we find someone who is highly successful to study and use these individuals as role models or mentors for our lives. According to Sue, success leaves clues. It is up to us on whether or not we will utilize the clues available to leverage our growth. Why reinvent the wheel when it's not necessary? There are people who have gone where we are going. It's smart for us to use their experiences to help us make better decisions. A quote by Michael Jackson reads, Believe in yourself, study the greats, and become greater. My takeaway for this week is to continue to identify the greats I admire and study their course in an effort to make my life easier and my path more clear. I will make it my business to not reinvent the wheel, and use the knowledge of those that have gone before me to ensure my success. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. Are you struggling with your leadership effectiveness personally or professionally? Could you use some help in attaining the goals you've set for yourself, your team, or your company? Do you know what it takes to hit the mark but need some accountability to get there? My leadership challenge for you is to get out of your own way and reach out to Nicole Walker Network today. Nicole Walker Network is here to help you be the successful person you know you are. Email Nicole Walker Network at info at NicoleWalker.net to set up your personal consultation and continue your path to greatness. You are already a great person. With Nicole Walker Network, you can become even better. Follow us on Facebook at She Leads Podcast and Nicole Walker Network. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nicole underscore Walker underscore network. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode of She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment with Sulanda Sue Hammond. You can also check out the She Leads discussion group on Facebook and LinkedIn to see what the hot topics are for this week and let us know your views. Thanks. And until next time, be empowered and empower on.